0: I appreciate you listening in, and since I won't be here again to after Thanksgiving, I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I hope when you and your family get all get together, there's no bullshit going on. That everybody's all love, it's peace, food is good, travel was good, or whatever that may be. Uh, I don't know if you celebrate or not. I think it's real. I'm going to just say this real quick. I think it's real bullshit that people don't celebrate. This ain't no fucking pilgrims and Indian thing. This is a day that just designated as a day to give thanks, a national day of thanksgiving. Uh, Actually, you could take the politics out of some things. This is a day you could take the politics out. You can also honor the indigenous people of this country if you feel like you should pray for them. A lot of them are still suffering, but to say that you won't celebrate a day of Thanksgiving because quote unquote is wicked, fuck Christopher Columbus, fuck the pilgrims, fuck all that stuff. Just say, you know what? This is a day that me and my family decided to get together like there are other days in a year where this happens, and I hope you enjoy it, and with that said, enough about Thanksgiving, so I just want to talk a little bit about Black Friday. Black Friday, a day that people put themselves into a great deal of debt, buying a lot of bullshit that they don't need. If you couldn't afford it on Wednesday, you probably can't afford it on Friday. Don't need to go out and be a fool. Me personally, I have never partaked in leaving my home to get on a long ass line on a Thanksgiving day or the day after Thanksgiving. If I needed to save, I saved and I brought what I needed. I didn't need this particular day to make or break my year, to make or break my Christmas, uh, a a birthday that was coming up or anything of that nature. But good luck to you. If the deals are good and it's something that you can't pass up, I can't fault you for going out there and getting what you need. But uh, I think that it's foolish to get in your car, get on a train or a bus to go out in the cold, most of the country will be cold or rainy or whatever, and to leave a gathering to go pick up a trivial item because you couldn't afford it the day before. I think that you need to reevaluate re- what's going on in your life and reevaluate what's your importance, what's not important, and that's why people have such financial difficulties because they buy frivolous bullshit all the time. So we had this kid in middle school, this 13-year-old boy out in L.A., Amino May School. He's a middle school student. They found him with an AR-15 rifle, 100 rounds of ammo, a list of victims, the school layout, and somebody overheard him threaten to attack the school. I talked about this on a previous show, and I'm going to talk about this again. There is ratting, there is snitching. And in cases like this, it does not apply. Snitching and ratting really only applies to people in the life, the gangster lifestyle. It's almost a code that you take to not tell. Everybody else is a civilian. If they see something that upsets them, that can save lives, as a civilian, you are obligated to say something. If you are a gangster, You keep your fucking mouth shut and you handle your business in-house. That's the way it goes. We have it twisted. The rules don't apply to everything, to everybody. The pimp game don't apply. Rules don't apply to a housewife. So let's stop mixing things up and move on. You see something, you hear some somebody at your job says, I'm coming in here Friday and I'm tearing this fucking place up. And anybody in here is, uh, their ass is mine. You have an obligation to go to some kind of source and say something. Fuck that ratting snitching. Stop watching so many gangster films, Power, Empire, and bullshit like that. Your mind is fuddled. You're confused. You're lost. It's time to wake up to reality. I've been watching some good television this week. Well, first of all, i seen The Joker. I thought The Joker was an outstanding movie. Like I said, I'm late to the party. Yeah, but so what? I finally got to it. Joker was very good. I enjoyed it. If you have not seen it yet, I think that you should put that in your rotation. Ray Donovan came back this week. Ray Donovan was very good. Uh, I'm really hating John Voigt, but I'll get into him later godfather Harlem is just outstanding television i like how they mix the gangsterism with the politics of the day and they kind of seem to keep it true to form so that's very entertaining snl has been fantastic since trump has been back to order Uh, actually i'm going to steal this line from my wife trump has made saturday night live great again the walking dead was an abomination i'm only sticking in there because i need to finish this out But once again, a man with melanin in his skin is cowardice. He's weak. He's confused. He can't handle the pressure. Little kids are going around in the walking dead handling the pressure. Girls are walking into the woods by themselves in the middle of the night. But a man, either he's babysitting or he's completely lost his mind if he has any kind of color in his skin. I... Watch the documentary on Sonny Liston this week. It's called Pariah. It's on Showtime, Pariah, The Lives and Deaths of Sonny Liston. And it's a very good watch. He was one of the greatest heavyweight champions of the world. But his backstory was something to behold. And if you're not familiar with him and and you like documentaries of any sort, I highly recommend that you just watch this documentary. Law and Order SVU, very good program this week. Uh, They started with the ending, which was kind of rare for them. So I guess it's a two-parter because they didn't really finish it up. But they started with the end, and then we went backwards. I like that. This is not something that they normally do on this show. And after last week's really bad episode, I think they bounced back. How to get away with murder. What can I say about this show other than the fact that this is the only soap opera that I've really ever watched in my life, and it's insanity. You don't get a chance to breathe. Every time you think that there's going to be a little break and you could just digest what you've seen, boom, something new happens. But I guess that's the way soap operas rock. And I guess that's why I never really watched them. Uh, And now, I also watched on Netflix yesterday, Ronnie Coleman, the king. He was an eight-time Mr. Olympia champion bodybuilding. if you don't know what that is. And it's a great documentary about some backstory in his life, his health now, the things that he's going into. And most men, if they really are into bodybuilding, they, or even casually know bodybuilding, they've heard of Ronnie Coleman. It's just nice to know a little bit more about him. On November the 27th, which I believe is the day before Thanksgiving, Netflix is going to release The Irishman. It's a gangster film. Uh, when you got De Niro... Pacino Scorsese and Pesci in a film I'm there I will give a review on what I've seen on the following show which will be next Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Strange Talk with Doc so I was uh, having a back and forth conversation and I don't really go too deep into that one online because I have a podcast and it's really of no use for me to go back and forth typing when somebody can call into this show and we can discuss a topic. I find it to be a waste of time. It's a frivolous waste of time. Life is short. I am not going back and forth with anybody on any social media sites when they can call in and we can have a debate, discussion, or even a full-fledged argument. Making good has come to my uh, understanding is bleaching. And some people don't have a problem with it. I have a major problem with any black person who bleaches. I don't have a problem with a woman straightening her hair. It's her hair. She could do what she wants. And come to think of it. It's Megan Good's body. She could do how she likes. But to take a beautiful brown skin and make it into this unrecognizable pale ghostly Casper type complexion makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense to me at all. And we do not need these as the forefront black ladies. We don't. I hope that these are not the ones who are going to be getting the jobs. I want the Viola Davises of the world to continue to get jobs. I want the natural colored women of the world to get jobs. If you're an Indian and you're a dark-skinned Indian woman, I don't believe that you should be a white Indian to get jobs. I think that Your talent should speak for itself and the color of your skin shouldn't matter. Now, if you have some difficulties, you have some bad blotches and you want to do something a little bit cosmetically to straighten yourself, I'm all for anybody doing whatever they feel makes them feel better about themselves and make their lives easier. You want to look in the mirror and see a person who did you find attractive. If your teeth is fucked up and you can fix them, then fix them. If you have blotches in your skin and you can have it blended, I'm not against that. But I am talking about when you go completely over the top. Michael Jackson over the top. Fuck the big LIGO. I never brought into that. He might have had a slight case. But to the point where he became an almost ugly Asian woman by the time that he died. I'm not buying into that. And anybody that's buying into that is just starfuckering. And that's all that is. You you're being a star fucker and you're you not even looking at reality. You're not even facing the facts. There's no way that Michael went from where he was to where he got, you know, there's no way that little Kim went from where she is to where she's at without having a hell of a lot of self hate and to teach that to children who are impressionable, who are out there. And for some reason we put too much uh, weight into celebrities They become these bigger-than-life objects. They become unreal as though they don't sleep, eat shit, or make mistakes. And they do everything we do. They have a clock that's running on their life just like you have a clock that's running on your life. So you know what? Making good, I don't cancel anybody. I don't tell anybody to cancel anything I think is bullshit, the whole cancel thing. But... She was never in anything that I really watched, per se, and I'm not going out of my way looking for Megan Good. So, this will be my one last and only time speaking of Miss Good, unless she does something phenomenal out there that I have no choice but to discuss because this is not a gossip show. This is not a show that's trying to open some third eye of yours. I'm not going to preach to you and say that your opinion is not as valid as my opinion. I just talk about subject matters that I find interesting that are going on in the world today, and that's what I do here at Strange Talk with Doc every Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you're welcome to join in. Just check me out on any search engine, Instagram me, Twitter me, Facebook me, contact me, call me. It does not make a difference. I am not scared of any subject. I will touch subject matters that... Might not be appropriate from others, but they damn sure going to be appropriate for me. Okay, so we had a doorstop Debbie. Doorstop Debbie, for those of you who do not know, is one of these chicks who tell you that you don't belong in a building that you are trying to gain interest in because she, she happens to be white and you happen to have melanin in your skin. And she wants you to show ID, tell her, you know, your whereabouts, your movements, and these things don't have to go on. I, this is in what I see that this happened. So did we reach a point where this is almost beyond comical, that they feel that they have the right to stop black and brown men at any time that they feel like it? And ask, what are you doing? Who are you going to see? Let me. I mean, how dare somebody ask you to see your identification in a day and age of people being thieves, where they will steal your identity? Yeah, let me take a quick mental picture of your driver's license, which is your social security number, your face, your address, and I will put this in my mental Rolodex, and I will use this later on to take out four or five credit cards in your name. So don't fucking fall over this. Just tell these people, you know what? If you got two minutes, because you don't want to get into a physical confrontation, you can't win. You're a man. She's a female. You're in a losing position. You're dark. She's white. Losing position. Just tell her, if you're going to call the cops, call the cops. Step away from her. You can continue filming if that's what you feel like. But stop the verbal confrontation because that's what they're looking for. Cut the verbal confrontation off. Let us stand there in dumbass silence, and you stand there in silence, or text, or whatever the hell you're doing, and you wait for the police, and you you ask the police who's right here and who's wrong, and then blast her ass by posting it on social media. Okay, we have this woman Jennifer Williams. She's Pence's special advisor to Europe and Russia, and she testified that uh, Trump's July 25th phone call to the Ukrainian president uh, into into Joe Biden was unusual and inappropriate. I think almost everything that Trump does is unusual and inappropriate. He's a hell of a dude. You know, originally he said he wanted to put a ban on e-cigarettes, but then he said, he, he he turned it around by saying, you know what? Well, he's scared that the voters are going to have a backlash, backlash against him. And not only that, he's worried that the people would now go to the black market to purchase this product. Sure, that will happen. Sure, if you ban something in the general public, you give the underworld a chance to make money. But I don't believe his intentions are true, and I don't believe his intentions are good. These e-cigarettes, these uh, vaping is highly dangerous. 47 people have already died, 25 states. Uh, there's been over 2,200, almost 2,300 cases of some lung illness that's been confirmed to vape smoking. I don't understand why anybody would want to take in. Okay, cigarettes is one thing. But to take in, like though you are dragging dragon, that amount of smoke flavored smoke into wetness into your lungs see a cigarette is at least not wet this is also a liquid product some of these things run on batteries they run on uh usb i mean just because some company comes out and says that it's not harmful does not mean they have your best interest in heart let's not forget for a long time the the uh the Cigarette Association was telling people in America that cigarettes were not harmful. And then they wound up having to pay hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars when they found out that cigarettes do cause cancer. You know? So in in Indianapolis, we have this Lawrence Township Deputy Constable, Daryl Jones. He demands to see the driver's license of Aaron Blackwell and Darrell Cunningham who were in their car because they were looking suspicious. A white deputy constable in Indianapolis demands to see driver's license, not because they made some kind of illegal turn or anything like that, but because they were black and looked suspicious. 2019, and we are still conducting ourselves as as 1942. So the chief constable, Terry Burns, fired Jones' dumb ass. He was also working at Nordstrom's as a security officer, and Nordstrom fired Jones's dumb ass. So if you are a cop and you need to moonlight, you would think that you would be on your best fucking behavior because not only did he lose one job, he's lost two jobs, he's went viral, he's a pariah, and... You know what? Now I hope his bills bite him in the fucking ass because he's a dickhead. And you know, enough of this bullshit's enough. These you know, these people, for no other reason, if somebody's in the wrong, I don't give a fuck what color they are. I really don't care what color they are. Wrong is wrong and right is right no matter who's doing either. So if he had a reason, but being young, being black, and looking suspicious because I want to know what the fuck that is. Because I've been on that side. I've been the young black man who looks suspicious, who wasn't doing anything. And I've been that guy when I had a do-rag on. I've been that guy when I had a fucking suit coming from a Wall Street job. So I've been that guy each and every way in between. I grew up in the heart of the Giuliani administration in mm-hmm. NYC. I'm from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, and so I understand, and I've seen it firsthand. And it's ugly, and it does not make you feel good. It's uncomfortable because you don't know if this shit is going to escalate at any time because they're approaching you, first of all, for the wrong reasons. So they already have something in their mind, and they're just waiting for you to make any kind of error so that they can bring the weight down on you. You know, we had another dumbass fucking kid in uh, Naplesville Central High School. This is a suburb in Chicago. He's a white student. He's 14 years old. That's why there's no names attached to this. But he's charged with a hate crime after he posts his slave for sale ad on Craigslist about a black classmate. The climate has made it such that even kids feel that this is all right. This kid did not grow up in a time where everything was racially motivated. So that's not his story. But because it's so acceptable now, I mean, think about this. Little white boys are hip-hopping. They're sneakerheads now. When the motherfuckers was wearing dirty, crummy, shitty sneakers just two days ago, because this whole hip-hop generation is one generation. These millennials are all basically one. Race doesn't really play a big part in their pop culture, you know? But he's 14. He has a chance to turn this shit around. He has a chance to get his mind right and figure out that what he's doing and where he's heading is a dead-end street, and it doesn't make a damn bit of sense to do what he's doing because what does he gain from this? He gets a couple of laughs. He gets a couple of likes. But in the long run, he heard that – who he said was actually a friend of his. But we have to learn that there's a fine line between stupid-ass pranks and stuff that makes sense. And this one didn't make any sense. So I feel bad for him for being stupid, and I feel bad for the other young man who had to be posted and embarrassed. Nobody should have an ad that says slave for sale will work cheap. Trump, he gives fuck. John Voight remember I said earlier I was going to bring John Voight up he gives him the National Medal of Arts because, and basically only because this dumbass Oscar winning old fucking racist ass John Voight called him the greatest president of this century what he is basically saying is you're better than Obama uh, John Voight can't even see his own fucking grandchildren because he's a piece of shit and there's Uh, Angelina has blended kids in that family. Those are not all white kids. I believe there's an Asian and at least one black child. And what the fucking three years has Donald Trump actually done to even put him down as one of the greatest anything other than dickheads of any century? Uh, Actually, I gave Donald Trump an award this week. And he earned the Golden Turd Award. And he's earned it every single fucking day since he's been elected president. And before, as he was running for office of president of the United States of America, he has been nothing but a turd. A complete and utter golden turd. There's no redeeming values. I try to look for something positive. But I'm not trying to put lipstick on a fucking pig and... I'm not going to make something that's ugly. I'm not going to try to paint it as a pretty picture. I let all those cocksuckers on Instagram and Twitter do that who spend all day trying to put positive spins on every fucking thing. And some things are nasty, ugly, and negative, and they have to be talked about in that manner. So there's no reason whatsoever to try to pretty up a pig, okay? You just can't do it. It doesn't make sense. Syracuse University, four students have been suspended there because they're yelling the N-word at a black woman. These are college students. Come on, man. You got to get ready to get out in the fucking workforce, and, and this is how you're conducting yourself? And, and to a woman, that's very cowardly to have four males in any way, shape, or form uh, gang up on a woman. But Syracuse seemed like they've been having a couple of problems there. They found some gr- racist graffiti. They found the SWAT sticker drawn in the snowbank. Emails were going out to a Jewish professor telling them to get in the oven. They really need to get their culture together, and they need to get their culture together at Syracuse. Quick, fast, and a hurry. This is a major school. A lot of people want to go there, and it does not need to sound like it's Clemson. It does not need to sound like this University of South Carolina. It does not need to sound like this is racist you. And you will become racist you in a heartbeat if this kind of stuff goes unchecked. So this week we had Terrell Owens come in to speak to Stephen A. Smith. And I congratulate Terrell Owens when he told Stephen A. that Max Kellerman was a blacker man than himself. And it's true. Stephen A. Smith is so about the bag he is so about, don't fuck the system. As long as they pay you, it's fine. He is a true motherfucker, this guy. As long as they pay you, you should never have an issue with anybody who pays you. If they pay you, you should just roll over and take it deeply in the ass and say, give it to me again tomorrow. And he is so wrong. He's been so wrong in this Colin Kaepernick thing. He spent three days talking about this waiver. Then he brings the waiver into a show. And then he, on his own, with his own mouth and with his own eyes, reads out that there's difference between the two waivers. Even though he was told by professional football players over and over again that this is not standard, he kept proclaiming it was standard. I am not a fan of Stephen A. I appreciate that he has made it to the level that he has made it to. I'm sure it wasn't easy, but when you were, have the ability to grovel at the manner that he grovels, and he only takes the side of the powers, he never speaks any truth to power. He just takes the side of the whoever's the more powerful person that he's talking about, and this way he feels like that's some kind of safety blanket, and he's wrong. I don't know how he looks in the mirror. I don't know how he looks at himself. So, I don't know how he does not cry every day with thousands and thousands of black people coming at him and then pretending like it doesn't bother him when we can clearly see that he's highly disturbed by his own actions. And come to think of this, Colin Kaepernick signs this deal or they make this announcement of a Kaepernick deal with Nike and their stock went through the fucking roof. It rose 18%. 26.2 billion dollars of growth since announcing this deal on Wednesday. That is out of this world amount of money. So the people are standing with Colin Kaepernick after the fiasco by the NFL, after the bogus ass tryout, because think about it, these teams have now had whatever tape that he provided them for over a week, and we have not heard of anybody asking to see him. So What you gonna do man? What you gonna do? Colin is not beholden to play in the NFL. I don't think he needs the money. He got a settlement from them. I think he'll be fine moving on with his life. He'd be probably better off for his stance to never put on another uniform again. It would actually I believe hurt him to put on any team's uniform. uh, Because then they would be trying to buy his silence. And If he has integrity, and so far he's shown so much integrity that we don't even really know what the fuck is on his mind because he don't say much of nothing. I mean, it's been three years, and he's probably said less than I've said in this podcast in the whole three years. You know, so Carmelo Anthony came back. He's now playing for the Portland Trail Blazers. I believe he had like 18 points last night. So congratulations to Carmelo Anthony for getting back in uniform. Uh, restarting a career that we pretty much all thought was going to be dead and buried. But he is not Carmelo Anthony anymore. He's not going to help Portland do anything of any means anymore. I believe that his best days are behind him. But if he gets to write the ending to his own story I won't begrudge him. I won't be mad at him. He's never been one of my favorite players. I never liked his style of basketball. But I'm happy for the Anthony family. Now, I'm going to talk about some NBA games real quick. And only each time that I bring up the NBA games, I only bring up what I consider to be the highlight games of the year. Oh, or the week, I'm sorry. My Spurs have been knocked off of all highlights until they turnish the riddle around and if they turn this around it's the big f they will not be listed on any upcoming big games so today we have the heat versus the 76ers I have to go with the 76ers in this game Monday we have the 76ers versus the Raptors I like the Raptors because they're home in that game the Jazz are playing the Bucks, which should be a very good game but I'm going with the Bucks. and then Tuesday we got the Clippers versus the Mavs That should be an outstanding game. You got some big stars, Pasingas, you got uh, Luca. you got Paul, and the Claw. So the Clippers on the road, they're going to Dallas. I am going with the Clippers in this game. And then Wednesday, to round out the big games of the week, leading all the way up to Saturday of next week, the Heat are going to Houston to play the Rockets. I am going to take the Rockets begrudgingly, but the Heat have a a punchy chance of winning this game. So I'm not going to say that this is going to be some kind of blowout. And I think they'll be able to contain Harding to a certain degree because if Jimmy Butler's on him, it's going to be a long night for him. So this is a big, huge week for um, wrestling. WWE had... The NXT war games was last night. I'll probably check that out later. So I have no information to really give it on that. Other than the fact that if you didn't know about it, NXT war games was last night. Sunday, we got survivor series, you know, big uh, pre Thanksgiving thing they've been doing for about 25 years. So it's a big, like I said, a big weekend for the WWE. They get to showcase all their talent, the NXT talent, the SmackDown talent, the raw talent, and I will be watching both shows, and the NFL, um, WWE Network replays them, so you definitely can go back, this is not something that you had to watch live, this is something you can go back and watch at your convenience if you have the WWE channel. Now, Jim Cornette, another one who used, this is a, I am not going to say this was totally racist. But it was a bad, bad, bad framing of a statement. Well, he could have said this a hundred different ways, but he fucked up and said it the wrong way and it cost him his job. He said this on November nineteenth. He's announcing for a company called NWA Power with three R's at the end. He said Trevor Murdoch is the only person who can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Trevor Murdoch can take care of himself. D- the ending was perfect. Trevor Murdoch can take care of himself. He could have used anything else in the world. Now, why are uh, black people are the only people on the planet associated with fried chicken? Other than vegetarians and vegans, everybody likes fucking fried chicken, man. Fried chicken is delicious. You know it, and I know it, but if you have dietary shit that allows you to not do it because you're a health freak, that's probably the only reason you don't fucking eat fried chicken. Fried chicken is not a mutually exclusive black thing. It's for everybody. It's food. Food is for everybody. Now, did he say the wrong thing? Yes. Yes. Should have probably cost him his job. A man has been doing this for 40-something years. He knows the connotation that this was. He understands that he was also putting in, back into play, a blight in time in Ethiopia. He was bringing up the starvation times in Ethiopia. And this was not the way to get a point across. So he fucked up. Now, let's not forget, we had Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph uh, uh, aftermath this week. Miles went back to see about his uh, appeal, which he lost. They upheld the suspensions. Mason Rudolph never got suspended. I said originally, I believe that Mason Rudolph should at least got a game. Well, Miles Garrett is claiming that Mason Rudolph called him a nigger. And Miles Garrett also is claiming that the only reason that he's bringing this up is because he felt that in these league meetings' appeal process, Everything he said would be private, which makes him sound like a total jackass. There is no privacy in these meetings. This stuff is leaked to the general public. They want us to have disclosure on what goes on there. It's not like he was uh, talking about a health issue or a drug problem. And I'm going to agree with the other people who are out there. There's no black man. And see, I don't feel that I'm copying or aping or mimicking anybody else's speech because I'm so anti against that. But there's not a black man alive who would wait a week to say that a racial epithet was thrown at him, especially nigger. He would have said it on his Twitter. He would have said it on his um, Instagram. He would have said it on his Facebook. He would have said it when the reporter put a camera and a mic in his face that night. You what do you expect me to do? He would have been what he said. This motherfucker called me out of my name, so I acted appropriate. But you don't wait a week. No black man waits a week. If you was at your job, case in point, and your supervisor said, hey, motherfucking nigger, do this. You wouldn't wait a week to tell the powers that be at your job what just happened to you. So stop it. I mean, people want to believe Miles Garrett, especially black people, because we don't we don't like to see any of our own thrown under the bus. But sometimes we always we got to fall back on that quote: "Right is right and wrong is wrong, no matter who's doing it." And I don't like that Miles Garrett actually doubled down on dumb on this one because somebody had leaked this the day after. He never confirmed nor denied. But it was like somebody had put this out, this fish in the pond for him to grab at a later date. And he did it. And he picked the bad and the horrible time to do it. Now, I'm going to pick some NFL games, and we're going to get out of here, people. And I want you to enjoy your weekend. I want you to enjoy your Thanksgiving, like I told you earlier. So the Colts played the Texans. As we know, the Texans already won that game. So we got Tampa Bay going into Atlanta. Jameis Winston, I mean, he really makes me nervous. He's an interception machine. Tampa's an all right team. But I think Atlanta's going to actually beat them at home, so I'm going with the Falcons. The Broncos are going up into Buffalo. The Broncos really stink, people. They really, really stink. So I'm going to go with Buffalo to win this game. The Giants are going to Chicago to play the Bears. Now, the Bears could win this game if their defense really shows up. But Trubisky, who I think they might be sitting, is a problem. They have such a problem with the offense in Chicago. I think that the Giants have a better offense as long as they could take advantage of some situations and this Daniel Jones doesn't totally just lose his mind and throw four interceptions. So, I'm going to pick the Giants as much as that hurts me to do. Steelers are playing the Bengals. Even though this game is in Cincinnati, the Bengals are one of the worst teams that I've seen in a long time, and I just think that the Steelers are better, so I believe that they win this game on on the road. The Dolphins are going into Cleveland to play the Browns. The Dolphins have been playing pretty decent football, and I think Fitzpatrick gives them a chance to win, but the Browns have got to be able to win this game at home, so I'm going with the Browns. Carolina Panthers are playing the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Breeze and those boys are going to win. Carolina is just, we know what that is. That's just Christian McCaffrey left, Christian right, Christian up the middle, Christian for a pass. It's just too much Christian. And if you can lock that one thing down, I think you got them. The Raiders are going into New Jersey to play the Jets. The Raiders are a better team. The Jets, I do not believe in. Sam Donald probably throw a couple of interceptions. So I'm going to take the Raiders. The Lions are going to play Washington in Washington. I don't say their name. I got the Lions beating Washington. The Lions are better. Washington really sucks. Seattle is going into Philly to play the Eagles. That should be a good game. That's not going to be an easy game. But I think Seattle could pull this game out. The Jaguars are going into Tennessee to play the Titans. I like the Titans at home to beat the Jags. I don't believe their offense is much of anything. Fournette is really uh, underachieving as far as I'm concerned, and he's been underachieving most of his professional career. My Dallas Cowboys are going up into New England to play the the Patriots. The Patriots' defense is better than our defense right now, especially with Vander Edge out. But our offense is better than the Patriots' offense. So the Cowboys have a fighting chance to win this game up in New England. And I'm going to go against conventional wisdom here. And I'm going to actually pick the Cowboys to win a road game in New England, which does not happen often. But this is such a big game. This is almost like a playoff game for the Cowboys. So I'm going to have to go with them. Now we got Green Bay. This is the Sunday night game. Green Bay is going to San Francisco to play the 49ers. I'm hoping the 49ers defense shows up and that Garofalo plays a decent game because I am so tired of Aaron Rodgers and the Aaron Rodgers ass kisses. So any chance that I get to go against Green Bay, I'm going to do so. We got the Ravens on Monday night. They're going into LA to play the Rams. I like the Ravens to beat the Rams. I just think that the Ravens right now are rolling. They're devastating. I mean, they really got some hell of a thing going on there. Uh, Lamar Jackson is playing lights out football. He's throwing the ball well. They're running well. Their defense is playing hard. Peters is going to be motivated to play the Rams because they let him go. Now he's a Raven, and he's been playing great since he got there. So let's pick these Thanksgiving games because – as you know, I don't do the show to Saturday, which means I will not be back to the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So the first game of the day is going to be the Bears versus the Lions. They're playing in Detroit. I like the Lions to beat the Bears. My Cowboys are hosting the Buffalo Bills. I believe that the Cowboys are once again going to be in a must-win situation, especially if they lose to New England. So this is a game that they must win, and since they do not have to travel, they'll be in their home, they should win this game. The Saints are going to Atlanta to play the Falcons. I like the Saints to beat the Falcons in Atlanta. Even though it's a division rivalry and these two teams hate each other, their fans hate each other, I just think that the Saints are so much better a team. I think the Saints are going to be a strong contender to win the Super Bowl that Breeze, he plays a little bit more breezy. He has not been on the top of his game this year, but you know, he's older and it happens. Attrition happens to all of us, no matter who we are and what we think. And like that. Once again, I'm going to tell you that I appreciate you. I thank you. Uh, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just put in strange talk with doc. You'll find my information. I would love for you to call in. I would like for you to like share, and comment. Your comments are more important to me than almost anything else. I love the feedback and I'm going to tell you like I always tell you each and every time when I end this show, peace to you, peace to yours, especially at this holiday season. Bye-bye everybody.